Hello everyone and welcome once again to If We Can Just Say. I am your host as always, Stephen Ogle, and with me is my lovely co-host and wife, Jessica Carter Ogle. And better half, how y'all doing? <laughs> so we are on location this week. You're going to notice already that we sound a little bit different. Um, I failed to bring the c- cables to plug in our nice fancy microphones that I spent plenty of money on. Um, so we are using the computer microphone this week and did some tests. It sounds okay to to uh, record on. I'm not happy about it, but it is what it is. Moral of the story is we're coming at you live from not only Stephen's childhood bedroom, but sitting on the childhood bed. So if <laughs> yes. any of y'all have seen the SNL skit Twin Bed, uh, you might want to check it out. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's how I feel. I mean, this is a, it's a full-size bed, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we're in my, uh, where I, uh, where I used to sleep from 1994 till 2001, April of 94 till March of 2001. And as we're entering this holiday season, these will be holiday-themed episodes, probably till the end of the year, so for you Grinches out there, too bad, and for those <laughs> of you where the holidays are a tough time, we do understand if you can't tune in to more holiday-themed episodes, Yeah. and you know, wish everybody a happy holiday season, Yeah. and since you're all so busy, this episode's probably going to be a little bit shorter with logistics and all yeah, of we'll, that, so we'll, we'll, we'll play it and we'll see, see. How, see how it goes. we got plenty of things in this episode that's not Christmas-related, starting with the fact that you and your mom went on Tuesday before we made this trip to go see the Tina Turner musical. Y'all, if you have a chance to see Tina, the Tina Turner musical, and you don't go, you're a straight-up lunatic. Because <laughs> it is amazing. There was two girls that rotated back and forth playing Tina. We saw it at the Detroit Opera House downtown. The girl we saw, her name was Zurin Villanueva. She was straight-up magnificent. If I, There was a moment where I was like, oh, this is a great Tina Turner concert. And then I was like, no, it's not. It's a musical about her life. And also, that's not Tina Turner. She was so good. She actually performed um, Simply the Best at the America's Thanksgiving Day Parade, the one in Detroit. And that was just like a taste. And I was like, wow, this girl, she is tall and lanky and tiny and just a powerhouse, just like Tina Turner. And I read a little bit about her um, and she said one of the ways she really got into character was just constantly watching YouTube videos. She's like, I don't know how performers did it before nowadays, but I just watched Tina Turner YouTube concerts over and over. And she had the mannerism. She sounded like her when she was speaking. Like it's a, it's an amazing musical. Tina Turner has a really good life story. Like she's been through so much and to know that she made it out on the other side, like, and the music is amazing. It's like a concert. It's like a rock concert. We were in like the fifth row. Oh my gosh. It, it was so great. And the guy who played Ike, his name was Der- Garrett Turner. And he was also fantastic. I mean, we all hate Ike, of course. But he <laughs> played him. He played him while he had that deep voice and pretty attractive gent, I could tell from the fifth row. So yeah, it was amazing. Like it will be added to my rotation of if it comes back, like I will go and I probably will probably double date it this time with me and my mom bringing my dad and Steven because yeah. I think they would really like it. You know, you, you talk about, um, you don't know how artists did it before or whatever, but um, 
Mick Jagger has gone on record and talked about the fact that he watched Tina Turner and that's how he got inspired to be on stage and be flashy and move around and dance and stuff by watching Tina Turner on stage. So I, you know. And I felt like I was watching it with this girl. There's a scene in the musical, this will not spoil anything, um, but where she's got like a new manager and as we all know she always wore the small fringe dresses short legs out yeah. and he wanted to give her a pair of like leggings and this like crop top little like thing and she's like oh that's i he's like you know to get you sexy she's like i don't need to be sexy i'm not trying to be sexy and he's like well you've he's you're always wearing all those short skirts and she's like i need my legs to breathe i need to be able to get my legs out i gotta move my legs <laughs> and so for her like it was just she felt that music just it was yeah. it's a really good story her life story is it's good perseverance and talent and you know yeah, yeah, it was great. I highly recommend it. If anybody else has seen it, let me know what you think. As as the Macho Man always said, the cream always rises to the top, and Tina Turner was definitely rose to the top. She was an icon. That's a like, real interesting yeah. Yeah. saying. I don't yeah. think my brain went where Macho Man <laughs> intended, or maybe it did. <laughs> maybe it That's did. just the beauty of snapping to that Slim Jim. I mean, even that, what are we talking about here, Randy? Like, I don't even understand. And his name, oh my gosh, Randy. Yeah. Woo. We got to get out of this black hole. <laughs> My wife's crazy, folks. Get, get her in a black hole and you can't find her back. Um, shout out to uh, Julie. Uh, she's uh, picking up her mail for us this week. And, every day. And every day because we have, you know, all kinds of stuff coming in from Amazon, eBay, Walmart, you name it. And delayed stuff. Like, I'm sure you guys in the USPS are experiencing the same thing. Delayed packaging. Like... I felt like we didn't also pay really good attention to the fact that we were going to be traveling when we ordered things. And then it was like, yeah. oh, crap, every day we're gone. We People, got, yeah. Got something coming in. And so Julie's been kind enough. We gave her a key to come over and Just, bring our stuff in. We have our, It's bad enough because we have our Christmas lights on. And it's very obvious they haven't been on in a week because the person who has like outdoor chores in the family was supposed to figure out how to work our timer for the lights so they could go on and off while we were gone. But he decided to look at it at 7.45 a.m. on Thursday when we were leaving at 8 a.m. So She wanted us to essentially be like the uh, houses in Home Alone where all their lights come on at a certain time. Yeah. That's what she wanted. Well, Julie even said, she's like, I would have put my lights on a timer. And then she's like, but it didn't work out for the McAllisters anyways. <laughs> it definitely didn't. It didn't matter. We but, don't have McAllister level home. The, the wet bandits still found a way to get in there. Oh my goodness. That's W-E-T. That would be you. He give, he, That would literally be him. He would give that information and then be looking at me like, why are you looking at me like that? And I'm like, because you're a straight up fool. <laughs> Anyway, what are we doing here? Gotta love that movie. Uh, So why are we in Paris? Um, The France of the South, y'all. This is not a saying at all that nobody That's what they call it here, I heard them. Um, You might hear some jingling in the background. That is Soph. She's with us. Uh, You might hear my mom rustling in the background. She's doing some Christmas stuff in her house. She doesn't want to be on mic or be on the podcast, so... But she's, I can see her arm hanging some decorations. Yeah, so she's, a, she's around, but my mom's a little bit shy when it comes to microphones, so she won't be part of that. Um, but yeah, so we are here because we come down, my family, ever since, uh, I, I am the oldest grandchild, um, born in 1980, so um, as far as I can tell, um, since my mom's family, uh, they live in different states, 
um, their parents was like, well, it's, it's ridiculous to have everybody come home for Christmas when you should be in your own home for Christmas and be with your kids and stuff. So let's start doing Christmas as a family on the first weekend in December. And uh, so it's Caldwell Christmas. Second weekend. Second weekend in December, my bad. Uh, my mom's maiden name is Caldwell, so we call it Caldwell Christmas. Um, and I've been around for 42 years. I've missed a couple because uh, living in Michigan, I missed a handful, not that many. Jess has been a part of the family since... This is my fourth Christmas season with them. Yeah, and uh, we've had one Caldwell Christmas because we had 19. Uh, too many people were sick and didn't come into town. We still came down and had sort of like a small version quasi, of it. Quasi, But yes. in hindsight, I know there was some COVID reasons. And then 2020, full-on COVID, mm-hmm. didn't happen. 21 we actually had Caldwell Christmas and then this year we had people sick again so it's just it was officially canceled for this year but we decided to come down anyway because whenever we come down you know your mom's here in Paris she's got family here but she is you know by herself for a lot of things so we usually have a a little running list of things we want to help her with when we come down and I'm like if we don't come then that stuff's not going to get done until we come in the spring so yeah. Um, I wanted to go. We had already been planning on it. So. Yeah. And, you know, and I've helped do some things around, around and Justice helped do some things. We'll get into that. But that's the, that's the why we're here. Um, we made the drive on Thursday, took a, took a day off from work, drove, and then we're working from home a few days while we're here. And then we'll drive back, uh, in the middle of next week. I felt like the drive down here took two days. It always feels that way. No, it, this like, was my worst one. And I think, too, because it was cloudy, it was gray, we haven't seen sun in about four days, and then it was super, super foggy as we got closer, like, where visibility was, like, maybe 10 feet in front of me driving, and it was sprinkly, and it was just that dreary weather that I normally actually enjoy, but when I'm, like, sitting at home with, like, a cup of coffee, not when I'm on a road trip. Yeah, when you're on a road trip, you don't want fog. That fog was bad for, like, the last hour we were driving, it just kept getting worse. Oh my God, Um, y'all don't even want to know what we saw. So we're driving. Okay, so he leaves and he normally is the main driver. And then I just sit in the passenger seat dreading the moment where he goes, I'm done. That's it. I'm done. That's it. And then I have to drive. Yeah. So I drive anywhere from, it's about 10 hours, I would say, with soap and stops and everything. Yeah. And I drive anywhere from the last two to five hours give or take. Usually it's about three. So I got in the car and I, we had about two hours and 47 minutes left. I know exactly because I was dreading it. (laughs) And so we're driving and we're in Kentucky. There's nowhere to stop in Kentucky, nowhere to pull over. And as we're driving on the two lane highway, we're in the left lane and I look over and I'm like, what are my eyes seeing right now? There was maybe like a golden retriever lab sized dog. Yeah. And then, like, a soap-sized dog that my first thought was, oh, it's carrying the soap-sized dog down the shoulder. And then I go, no, it's not. And I had to witness canine pornography (laughs) on my drive down to Tennessee. (laughs) And then we were past it. And then I was like, are those dogs okay? What are they doing out here? Where are they going to go? And Steven's like, I think they're doing all right. I think they're doing just fine. And I was like, oh, my gosh, now where do the dogs live? I don't know. Now I'm worried about these dogs and and the litter they're bound to have. And then Jess just spirals. She's, Uh, oh, boy, just she she spirals into a black hole of caring about 
animals that yeah. she's not nowhere, never going to see again. Whatever happened to them? I like to think that they lived happily ever after, had a nice litter, had a you know raised some. Yeah, some lived cool in a folks. in a little hollowed out tree in the forest. Yeah, and... yeah, cool. I mean, why 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 make it negative? Why do you got to be negative? I wonder if it was even consensual. <laughs> that dog was hustling away, trying uh, to trying to get away from the traffic. I'm sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Speaking uh, of uh, dog behavior. Oof. So we're sitting here. Uh, we're doing stuff with my mom and hanging out. So, so you know, running around the house. And we were stuff. putting stuff away because your mom and I had just got back from an unexpected shopping extravaganza. Yeah. And uh, we did not hear the knock on the door or the voice. I heard something. I heard like, anyone home? Like in like a kind of higher pitched lady voice. And then I stopped. Yeah. I was like, uh. Well, it was my Aunt Melanie just springing by, and Soph heard first, so she took off for the door. And oh my God, Melanie, like a out of hell. Melanie said she opened the door and then saw Soph and immediately closed it. She's like, I never closed the door as fast in my life. Because, you know, Soph didn't know. She's protecting. She's, we didn't yeah. know she was coming, so we didn't prepare, prepare. I had actually brought... She has seen Melanie before, and they've hung out before. Yeah. Um, and then when... Melanie and Risa both stopped by and were in the front yard. Soph was barking, and I think it it made them nervous. But you've got to give her a minute. You've got to, like, be on her. So I knew Melanie had mentioned maybe coming over one night. Yeah. So I brought Soph's CBD oil to put in a little ready whip just to keep her a little bit calmer so Melanie was more comfortable. But I didn't have any time because she didn't tell us she was coming. Yeah. And, you know, Soph's protecting her grandma's house. Yeah. She doesn't know. Yeah. And then... After about, you know, five or ten minutes, she was totally fine and bringing a toy over. And, yeah. you know, Melanie was sitting down and she was trying to play with her and stuff. And it's like, oh, I got a new friend. Yeah. All right, cool. And that's the thing. Like, as long as we're okay with the person being yeah. in the house, like, so forms up to him. I mean, the only person that's taken, that took oh, like an hour for her to warm up to was Jared. And that's, I think that was because Jared came in wearing a hat and he's like 6'2", and she's never seen anybody that tall before. And, like, he, once again... Dogs have this thing when somebody's wearing a hat on their head and they don't know them, they tend to bark at them because they can't really see their face. I mean, I'm not such a, you know, naive dog owner or so rapid with my dog that I would ever say like, oh, come on in. Soph's like a cuddly little lab that's going to love you right away. That's not who she is. Like, no, she's, she's like that. that with us now. Now she's like that with us. She's like that with my parents, my brother, your mom. Like when your mom got home from work on Friday, Soph lost her ever-loving mind and was running back and forth and was so excited. But she's a protector. That's who she is. When people are come over, she's uncertain. She always barks. She protects. And then, you know, she calms down as we talk to her and she's fine so i can understand people being like a little weary but yeah she's really doing her job like i i don't want a dog where strangers are coming in the house and they don't care yeah. like to be honest like soph's got a job to do too she wasn't you know she's yeah. part of the family but she's got to pull her own weight protecting us yeah and my aunt melanie was telling us how like she her and my uncle jerry had a dog way back when they were building their house and how that like if somebody broke into their house, their dog would have just probably let him in and been like, oh, yeah, here's all the stuff. Have She's to like, he would have helped him carry it out. Yeah. And I'm like, that is not so. <laughs> no. So, so would have made sure you, you would have to be carried out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, I would much rather have a dog that's protective than not. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, we saw but Melanie a yeah. couple times. Um, we saw her and Timmy for dinner, your uncle. Yeah. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see your Aunt Risa or Uncle Mike because she is feeling better now, but... 
she was she got really sick and that's part of why Flu the can of the Christmas flu. got canceled and I just you know I'm sure I've been out in public around people who are sick but I don't know it like I'm not consciously knowing it and I, we were so sick last Christmas and I just yeah. do not want to we both got COVID last year. Yeah. That was the worst. I don't want to take to the risk to get sick again, so I'm trying to be as careful as possible, but it's yeah. a bummer not seeing everybody, and I'm hoping that we'll all be able to get together for yeah. fish fry, I hear. Yeah, that's the that's the goal is to do a fish fry again next yeah. year. So. Um, but with that, like we've been able to do more stuff with my mom, so like you were doing, you were doing stuff with the tree. Yeah, so she had visited her sister for Thanksgiving and got just a little behind on Christmas decorations. So when we got here, her tree was up, but it was just naked sitting there, naked <laughs> and cold in the wind. Yeah. And so we put the lights on. And oddly enough, I don't know if y'all ever been done this, but Rebecca puts the lights on horizontally. Yeah. She, I said that wrong. Vertically. She, put, she, puts she them vertically. tucks them like inside and runs them like up and down. And it looks really good. And yeah. to be honest, she's like, it's easy to put on and looks really good, but sometimes to take them off, it's harder. But it looks good. It was interesting. She's got all clear lights. We have color, colorful lights, but Target has clear ones on sale this week, and I think we're going to switch to clear for next year. Um, the Grinch over here actually wants to get a bigger tree, which is shocking, so we're going to do that. But it was nice to yeah. help her hang ornaments and have her show me, like, family heirloom ornaments and she gave us some she gave us a couple like her mom made and a couple with like her and your dad's names on it and talked to me about stuff and so we decorated it and it looks really pretty well you know when i take all the all the trees and all the stockings and all that kind of stuff out of people's houses i need a bigger tree to put on the sled so i thought we'd just get a bigger tree did it he's a mean <laughs> one mr grinch <laughs> So yeah, uh, she was doing that. I've been working on another project for my mother of uh, getting all of her photos off of her computer and getting them into the cloud to where she can view them on her phone and figure, see what all she's got so she doesn't have to be like visiting somebody and be like, oh, I, I, I got this picture on my computer I'd love to show you, but you know, that's over at my house. I'll, I'll have to show you the next time you come over, whereas now she can just pull it up on her phone and go see. Yeah, just tech so, consolidating. Yeah, just a little bit of that. We're working on working on an iPad uh, situation to where she doesn't have to have a computer anymore. That's the other thing. Like so, uh, we we it's we're always on stuff. It's, it's always, always something, a, and it's always a trip down memory lane here. Like she's oh always got she's got a lot of stuff out, different stuff from when he was a kid. She's got tons of pictures out, and like you know that nostalgia feeling of going home. Like I don't, I don't know if maybe you just get that when you live out of town like when I go to my parents house I still feel completely comfortable and like it's my home and everything but um my mom isn't my mom and I are not as I don't know what the word is as your mom nostalgic like, maybe like we're easier to let go of stuff and not have you know a lot of stuff from childhood out or I've got pictures out but I don't have them I don't have like tons of pictures so yeah. your mom has more of that like likes to be surrounded by all that. So whenever we come here, it's like I'm seeing something I didn't see last time and she's telling me about something that I didn't know about, which is cool. And so it is always kind of like a memory lane and like you were talking about pictures and going through all the ones on your mom's computer. Yeah, I, I, I relived like 20 years of my life going through all the photos because I'm watching them. Like, like pre-Michigan years? Yeah, pre-Michigan and Michigan years. Like uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm seeing these photos upload, making sure they all upload and I had stuff that would fail and I'd have to redo it and stuff. But, 
Um, so I'm just watching as like huge batches of photos, like, you know, 138 photos are uploading. So I'm watching them as they tick through. Um, but man, the season for nostalgia, man, I, I found a picture of me and my buddy Tay and like, Hi, we're, Tay. we're, we're sitting there. And both of us are just laughing hysterically. And um, I was like, man, I got to save this photo. This is a great one. Now, do you um, remember where you were or what no, you were doing? Okay. I have no idea. Like, that's the other thing. Like, I saw so many things. I was like, what was this? Like, there's a picture of me and Tay playing music outside. Um, and we're at my cousin's. But I guess it must have been in the summertime. The picture said it's from January 1st, 2008. But we're all wearing shorts and stuff, except for Tay. Tay never wears shorts. Oh, I believe um, that. He doesn't seem like a shorts guy. I don't like to wear shorts neither, I mean, but we were in Tennessee and it's Johnny hot. Cash in shorts and Tay is basically. Yeah, essentially. Um, but so so there's a few of those. Um, I found a photo found a photo of me and my dad um, back in my apartment that I had in uh, in Michigan um, back in like 2000, 2009. It was like Christmas of 2009 when him and my mom came up and uh my dad's playing banjo and I'm playing guitar, but the, you can see that we're both watching each other to see what each other are playing and paying attention. And it's pretty, it's a pretty cool photo. Um, I found a photo of my dad on stage playing banjo that I had never seen before. Um, and I, and I kept that. So I, I kept a few photos here and there. We'll, we'll maybe throw them up in our post this week. It's um, cool too cool. for me because like I have obviously memories of your mom in our house. She visits a lot. She comes up for Christmas, but I've never got to meet your dad. And so being here and hearing more things about him and being in like his house gives me more like into that part of your life and that, yeah, like even just like the way nostalgia hits like last night. Yeah, we went and picked up. So uh, my, my, my mom still has my dad's truck and it needed a new clutch. So uh, we went and picked it up because um, that got done, I don't know, a little while ago. And so I drove it back. I got in the truck. Um, you know, and it was, it was cool. Cause I, I sat down in the cab and I was like, all right, pop, let's go for a ride. You know, um, I was in the dark, so I had to like pull my flashlight up, up on my phone. I was like, all right, there's a parking brake on this thing somewhere. Where is it? Cause it's, it's a truck from like the mid nineties, late nineties. Um, and, uh, and it's got one of those hand brakes that's like un on the right side underneath the steering wheel, sort of. And, uh, I, they don't make them like that anymore. Like it's not that sort of thing, but I found that popped the light off or whatever and took off driving. And it, it was just really cool. Um, I haven't, I haven't drove that truck probably in 20 years. Yeah. Um, you know, cause my dad absolutely almost never let me drive it. But think about um, making stuff like, you know, they don't make stuff like they used to. Yeah, no. And it still drives well. I mean, it's a, it's riggedy, obviously. I mean, I mean you talk about us having it one day. Yeah. I mean, like, not to be like you know morbid or whatever, but like, yeah. you've been like, oh, I'd like to, I'll have that one day, and I'm thinking, oh boy, we're gonna have to bring and put that. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I would not take that thing on a full drive to Michigan from here. I would definitely put it on some sort of trailer and and yeah. and pull it because there's no way I'd do a drive like that with that truck. But it was just cool uh, driving that home. Uh, it was that was fun. I enjoyed but, yeah. that. It's been a good trip so far. I think like we. Um, 
I feel like though we've kind of gone, gone, gone. You know, our food is off, so I'm tired and I feel like bloated. Not to overshare. <laughs> that's and no, I that's just, too much. Like I'm like oh, but other than that, like it's been nice seeing people and you know helping your mom do stuff. And we got some other things we're gonna help her do. And yeah, we got a, just yeah, we got a few more days. We're gonna see my buddy Chris here tonight and have some dinner with him and his family, which will be pretty cool. We always see Chris. Chris is like a brother to me. I've known him since he was born. Our our parents did. Uh, shot archery and stuff together. Him and I also shot archery and set records um, and have trophies and all that I'm, kind of stuff. I'm sitting on the childhood bedroom bed looking up at a bookshelf filled with archery trophies right now. Yeah, and those are all my... Just a, such are, a scene for y'all. Those are mostly my trophies, which we can put that up in uh, in one of our posts. We can put that photo yeah, up. We've got some... Um, um, Plant solar system <laughs> curtains over yeah. a window here. Look, solar system valence, some archery <laughs> trophies. Yeah. And then everything else is Rebecca's. But and, and the only thing really that was in this room when I lived here was this bed, the the closet and the, the curtains on the on the curtains and the uh, blinds on the windows. Everything, There's a funny childhood story from him different. too. So this house um, has one bathroom and the bathroom is off his mom's bedroom. So your first visit here, you know, your system's off, you're doing whatever, you're feeling very self-conscious, but let me tell you after a couple of trips, you're like, it is what it is. Yeah. But for him, like, instead of going into his parents' bedroom when he was younger and a teenager, yeah. he has an, uh, exterior door off his bedroom. So he would be what, 15 in the middle yeah. of the night, getting up, peeing off the porch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> country living ain't the kind of living i experienced y'all if someone was peeing off their porch in my neighborhood you better believe i'm calling the police <laughs> yeah no like and nobody would know because everybody was asleep it'd be three in the morning and i was like all right i'm not i just go pee right off the it's easier porch. for me to go five steps and pee off the porch than to like go through my parents bedroom hilarious yep yep oh that my was, gosh that's that was my that was me in my later teens man that was a good time but I'm hoping that next year we do Caldwell Christmas or there's talks about some restructuring seasonally of, yeah, you know, but I, you know, it's funny because 2018, you guys had a Caldwell Christmas that oh, everyone man. came to. Cousins, significant everybody. others, spouses, all of your aunts and uncles, everybody was here. 2018, one year before I joined the family. And I was like, yeah. if we had met a year sooner, I would have been able to be at that one. But... Yeah. I have not been to one with everybody. Even last year was the most called wealthy of the Christmases. And, and we still Yeah, like in. Jarrett's wife wasn't able to come in. Um well Liz's husband not able to come in. Yeah. And then and, and Uncle Jerry had passed and my dad's gone and so But I mean yeah. for those who are here, like that was everybody you know but them i think everybody else was here so it was like the majority about 98 percent of people were here so yeah. i was you know really looking forward to seeing everybody again because that's really the first time i'd seen a lot of them oh jared wasn't here either that no was jared 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 and brianna didn't come in sam and connie didn't come in i don't um, know why i thought i thought they did because i met them in april so yeah. i was thrown off okay 2018 uh i'll throw up We'll put up a photo in our in our post for one of those pictures. Um, we did a family photo. I had I had a camera, um, a fancy camera on a tripod and stuff, and I'd hit the button, wait, you know, ten seconds, and then it would go off or whatever. Um, and uh, we did a photo. All the cousins we dressed up also uh, for Christmas. 
Um, my cousin Adam dressed up as cousin Eddie. Um, uh, I remember my cousin Clint dressed up as the Grinch. Um, so yeah, we had, we had everybody dressing up as different things, but there's a photo where uh, my cousin Jared, he's like six, four and he's holding his baby cash up in the air, like Simba in the back behind mm-hmm. everybody. It's, oh man, it's great. So we'll, we'll post it. We'll post that photo. That was cool. Um, yeah. But that was the last time we were all together. We were at Clint's house. Um, and it was a really good, it was a really good Christmas. We had a great time. There were so many of us there and I had my camera just taking photos and I didn't participate in our, uh, white elephant, uh, Christmas thing because I was like, my aunt was like, why aren't you participating? And I was like, because we're all here and I'm just taking photos. I'm just, I gotta have photos of this. Like, When's the last time we were all together? It was for my dad's funeral, which was in 2013. Like it's been at that point in time, it had been five years since we'd all been together, six years. And I was like, man, like, when is this going to happen again? Like, I got to do this. And I'm so glad. Like, yeah. I, I, I have like 40, 50 photos just from that night. Because the next photos. year it was canceled. And I think it was due to COVID. No one just knows that yet. Because it, it was December and then COVID came in, you know, yeah. January, February and really hit us March. But. Yeah, so yep. it was nice. I'm I'm hoping we can all get together again. It just makes me feel like I want to get together with my family too. Like, like a, we talked about, I have been trying for years to get all my family together. August of 2020, we had our hotel rooms booked. We were all going to Mac, yep. and that was going to be amazing. Yep. And then COVID took that out. So, I mean, thankfully, we got married and had a wedding reception that everyone came to. And yeah, some people came in for my birthday, but I still would like everyone to do it at a time where what I like about Caldwell Christmas is although it's celebrating Christmas, it's technically not on Christmas. So you don't feel as rushed. Like I want to do it with my family where it's not on a specific thing for a specific person. It's just everyone getting together because that's really what Caldwell Christmas is. Like Melanie talked about having it, doing something in the warmer months when it's easier to travel and people aren't as sick. Caldwell Christmas isn't Christmas. It's the Caldwells getting together to celebrate each other. And it yeah. happens to be at Christmas. So Christmas could be in April, July, whatever, you know. Yeah, and my my uh my uh my mom's uh cousin Joyce also comes for Caldwell Christmas. She always comes to that every year, uh, which is cool. Um and so she lives here in Paris, so she can be here anytime too. Yeah. So it it's it's we'll a, it's the a thing elders figure it out. Yeah, that's what I said we to told Melanie. Mel- Melanie is the matriarch, so whatever Melanie says goes. I was like, if you make the change now, then later on, we, the next generation, us, we don't have to worry about trying yeah. to change something and be like, have somebody else be like, well, this is tradition. We got to stick to this. They would, they, they never changed it. Well, if they change it, then we can stick yep. with that. So, let us know some of your traditions. Leave us some feedback on our on our posts and social media let us know you know if you guys have any family traditions or if you do things a little differently not on christmas to kind of accommodate or yeah things like that so yeah i'm sure we'll have other stories from other other uh uh christmas times when we get into our childhood and stuff like that yeah. we'll, we'll have some more of those stories to share which will be cool yeah but you know speaking of christmas and families what is and one... stories Oh, wow. Yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah. Sometimes you do something good. I, I got it in me occasionally. So everyone's favorite, a Christmas story. A Christmas story. You know what's funny? I was thinking about this earlier. We love it. Yes. And I was like, people either love it or hate it. 
I feel like I've never heard anyone be like, oh, it's okay. I feel like I've heard people be like, oh, I love it. Or people be like, oh, it's overrated. I hate it. Yeah. And it was my dad's favorite Christmas movie. Always. Always his favorite Christmas movie. You'll shoot your eye out. I love it. It's so good. And then if you all know or don't know, HBO produced a Christmas Story Christmas, which is a 30 years later sequel. So originally they did a sequel called A Christmas Story 2. Yeah, I don't count that. That is not counted at all because this one literally has almost all of the original cast back to play their characters. The only one that's not back, or the only two that's not back, is the dad... Um, he pa- he passed away in real life, and then um, the mom, uh, they recast the mom as well for the sequel. Um, and I don't know why they did that because the mom is uh, the mom in real life is still alive. So why they recast? Well, I, don't I said know. that same thing, and you were like, "Well, the mom's going to be a little too old to play it or something." So I don't know. Maybe. But the mom is Melinda Dillon, and then the dad was Darren McGavin, and he's the one um, who passed away. But the cool thing is, like. In A Christmas Story Christmas, like, I'm never going to pretend that anything is as good as A Christmas Story. Yes. And I think that they respected that. I think they did a lot of mirroring things of what, um, of things in A Christmas Story and how they would then translate in the 70s in A Christmas Story Christmas. Yeah. I think they were very respectful to it. I think that, um, there was cool little things if you paid attention, you would see, and you got to see the grown-up version of Scott Farkas and Grover Dill and yep. Schwartz and, um, oh my gosh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Flick. Yep. All of them. And Randy. Like, that was really cool. And, of course, Peter Billingsley played Ralphie. But it yes. was really cool to see that all of those guys, like, how many times do you watch a movie with, like, kids in it and you wonder, like, what happened to them as they got older? Like, I love at the end of the Sandlot, they tell you, like, what yeah. happens to all those guys. But I'm like, oh, I just would have loved to have seen Yeah, like with Sandlot. What happened? The Sandlot, they did the same thing that they originally did with the Christmas stories. They made a sequel to it, and nobody watched it because it was straight to, like, you know, VHS or Those, whatever. Like, different kids. Yeah, and that's the thing. It was different kids. Mm-hmm. With both, both of those type of sequels, it was different kids. But, like... With this, they brought back the cast. I mean, I peered up version. like three times. It was cool. They did a very good job with it. Um, they have things, obviously, that they pay uh, that are throwbacks. They have certain things um, that are like, uh, like they have the dogs next door. Yeah. And they have the dogs next door in the in the sequel. Like they do things in the sequel that makes sense to the story that remind you of, Oh yeah. I remember when that happened. Like there's some bullies in the neighborhood. But it's still its own movie. Yeah. Like there's bullies in the neighborhood, but they're a different type of bully, but like it's, it's it's it's, an homage. Yes. I think it's its own movie, but it pays homage. I think watch them back to back. We did a double feature one Sunday and did Christmas story and Christmas story, Christmas. And I don't know that Christmas story, Christmas will be one I watch every year, but Christmas story still is for sure. I definitely enjoyed the sequel. Um, I definitely enjoyed the sequel. Um, and the fact, I, I will say, like, um, Peter Billingsley, uh, he embodies it. I wondered how they were going to do the narration, and they uh, they had him narrate, which I thought was a great yes. choice. 
at first I wasn't sure. I was like, wait, is that Peter Billingsley? And then when the actor started talking in a scene, I was like, oh yeah, it's Peter Billingsley. I like what they just did there. That's cool. Yeah. So he's telling a story and he, man, they get you. It's fantastic. They get you in the feels for sure. Yeah. They, they, they and, do a very good job. Yes. And so we saw that. And then we saw a couple other Christmas stuff this year that we yeah. never saw. So in our next few episodes, we'll talk about our old faithfuls. But what is the next one that we saw? The next one we saw. Also hit you in the feels unexpectedly. Was Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special. Um, Man, uh, James Gunn is a genius. Like, he has taken a property of Marvel that... D- that never never really sold the comic books and turned them into a mainstay he has turned guardians of the galaxy into a must read uh like i've got to go read this comic book to hear more about these characters um his two movies have been great the third movie's coming next year but this holiday special is you need to see it you need to see it because he I'm just going to say, he drops a bomb in there. And I won't say what it is, and but he drops a bomb in the story that you're just like, holy crap, if I didn't watch this, like, 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 it's... For me, man, it's my so good. favorite characters in Guardians of the Galaxy are Drax and Mantis. I love Mantis. Ever since she came on the scene, I want yep. to see a Nebula Mantis movie, maybe with Gamora too. But nonetheless, this is a little wacky adventure with Mantis and Drax, and I didn't know that. And going in, I was like, this is it's, so It's good. a buddy cop film. And there is an excellent song in it by the old 97s who play a couple songs in there called I Don't Know What Christmas Is, But Christmas yeah. Time Is Here. Oh, and man, it great. is fantastic. I listen to it all the time now. And that it's a song that they perform in the show. Yeah. So the, the show. It's like a parody on Christmas. And looking at Christmas realistically, and all the um, traditions and what Santa Claus is and stuff from like an outsider perspective who would be like from another country or another planet like what is this yeah and hilarious it, and it's cool the thing's only like 45 minutes um but just the fact that like just the fact that they it's very it feels like Christmas like they make it feel like Christmas it's a bit of a it's a it, it's a bit of a buddy cop with having Drax and mantis but also, um, it's a bit of a heist movie in a way, and I won't say what that's about, but there's a bit of a heist in, in it, which is fantastic and, and very unexpected. And totally worth the watch. Yes. So uh, that's going to be added to our... That will be yearly. Yeah, that will definitely 100%. be 100%. And I feel like based on the way Guardians 3 goes, that the holiday special will get you probably even more in the feels after James Gunn's third and final Guardians movie comes out in yeah. April. I feel like this... This will have even more replay value to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Chris Pratt is fantastic. Dave Bautista is fantastic. I can't think of the lady's name who plays Mantis. Um, I don't think I know it, to be honest. But we have uh, Karen Gillan, who plays Nebula. She's fantastic in the small bits that Mantis she's in. Her name is Palm Clementif. Yeah. yeah I don't know her um, Sean Gunn, which is James Gunn's brother, plays Craglin, and he's fantastic. Like, they do a great job. Um, and also, like, it's live action, but they got they have a little bit of animation in there. Yeah. Which is also cool. So if you have uh, uh, kids, uh, they'll probably enjoy it as well, just based on having a little bit of animation in there to help. Um, and because to... kids enjoy everything Marvel is probably another reason. Yeah. I mean, it's totally, totally cool. My kid doesn't love a talking raccoon. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, fantastic job. 
Um, also, the fact that Groot looks a little bit older and he looks like a chubby, yeah, chubby fifteen-year-old. Like, not chubby. He just yeah. looks like he's going through puberty. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hilarious. It's great. So yeah, once again, James Gunn hits it out of the park. And even my 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 best friend Jared uh, called me and was like, "All right, so we got to talk about this. We just yeah. watched it." And I was like, "So did we?" Like it was funny. Um, the next movie we discovered is also on HBO, uh, as Christmas Story Christmas was. It's called 8-Bit Christmas. This has a little bit of a Christmas Story vibe, as it's Neil Patrick Harris yep. telling his daughter the story of the Christmas in the 80s that him and his friends tried to secure a Nintendo, and how yes. Nintendo swept the nation, hence the 8-Bit. Um, so it's sort of like a little adventure. And I will say, I did like it. Um, then towards the end, they were kind of losing me a little bit, and I was like, uh, I don't know. And but they, they came together at the end, and they did something in a way that I liked how they did it. Like, very true Christmas meaning type of thing. And They brought it home. It was cute. And just being a kid of the 80s, to like hear him talk about it, to see his daughter's reactions, like, well, what's that? Why'd you do that? And just just really see the disconnect between our generation and the generation that would be our kids just because of technology and just because of everything like that. So that was good. And I liked Neil Patrick Harris in it as well. He's great though. I like him in anything. Yeah. uh, They they did a good job because. And that came out last year in 21. Yeah. It, it landed though. Like him telling a story. um, uh, What was it? uh, Steve Zahn plays his dad. So they're, so they're doing like when he's younger and, his mom is played by um, June Diane Raphael. Yeah. She's always, like, dry. Like, I feel like if you guys looked her up, you would know who she is. She's got, like, more, like, dry humor. She's fantastic. Like, I feel like everything she's in, I just love her. She was on Grace and Frankie, and she was fantastic. Yeah, so that that was a good, unexpected, like, all right, yeah, let's check that yeah. out. It was a good, good watch. Um, I enjoyed that. We watched... Um, office christmas party which i remembered that i had seen before it came out in 2016 um that's not one we would watch with your mother but uh that's hilarious i forgot about it i did watch it and you had not seen it before but that's you know you've got jason bateman olivia munn jennifer aniston it's basically like you know the company at christmas is about to get um they're about to get all their employees laid off or about to get closed down. And how are they going to save Christmas with a giant raunchy office Christmas party, basically? Yeah. And Courtney B. Vance is in it. His role is hilarious. Kate McKinnon from uh, Saturday Night Live. Um, yeah. Vanessa Bayer. Like, man. Gillian Bell. You'll know everyone that's in it. Randall Park. Like, everybody is. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 an all-star cast. Um, and, man, it's it's. I mean, Jason Bateman's usually generally the same guy in everything, but it works. It's fantastic. You know, I mean, it's successful for Ryan Reynolds. You people love him. Yeah. So. So, uh, yeah, fantastic movie. Very much enjoyed that. That might be, I don't know if that'll be a yearly watch, but that might be an every other year watch. But it, it, we'll watch it again. Yeah. And then, Um, and then after watching that, seeing uh, Kate McKinnon. Uh, I was like, man, let's watch some SNL stuff. Yeah, so we, we so so we started binging we on, on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, and started watching. I stuff believe there. the first one was Meyer. Uh, no, it Anna Gasteyer, Molly Shannon, yes. and Alec Baldwin in Sweaty Balls. Yes, that which was, is probably one of the best SNL like holiday skits. It's we watched that. We watched um, um, the twin bed one I mentioned yeah. is about going home to your. 
yeah. families for the holidays with your significant other in your childhood bedroom, which is on point. Yeah, we watched, um, we saw the um, the skit with Justin Timberlake and, and Andy oh, Samberg. Yeah. The, Leap in a box? Yeah. Am I allowed to say that? Would yeah, that be you, in... You can say dick in a box. That's fine. I don't know. Um, so, uh, yeah, so there's that one. We watched that. We watched, uh, Bill Hader as Stefan on weekend update yeah. when he's having to, uh, tell people, uh, uh, the cool nightclubs to hit up during the holiday weekend. If they're in New York, there, there was one also, um, Matt Foley holiday motivational. Oh, speaker. that was great. Where he's playing Santa Claus yes. in a mall. And my God, I miss Chris Farley so oh much. Gosh, I know. He was so good at physical my, comedy. My brother comedy. always did like a good Chris Farley impression and just oh, like. Man. I, and your favorite SNL skit? My favorite, which is what we ended the night with, uh, which was watching Drunk Uncle. I think that Bobby Moynihan is is criminally underrated. Criminally? He is so underrated. Yeah, something. He is one of the best SNL guys to be on that cast. I, I love. I love Bobby Moynihan. I think he's fantastic. But he does Drunk Uncle. And then there's also... He does Drunk Uncle for various different holidays. So there's really only one for Christmas. But there was a second when he came back and when John Goodman was hosting. And John Goodman plays Drunk Uncle's Drunk Uncle. I think he plays Drunker Uncle or, or something. It's... Oh my... Uh, yeah, it's like Drunk Uncle's Even Drunker Uncle or yeah. something like that. Because Seth, Seth is uh, is on it uh, doing, doing the hosting. And man... Oh my gosh, I love it! It's absolutely fantastic. Um, Bobby Moynihan is just great. He's fantastic. The way they write it is great. He doesn't crack. Um, and he's, he's good at not cracking. There was also a good skit with Cecily Strong and Matt Damon. Oh yes, and there's one um, with Ryan Gosling and Vanessa Bayer about. Um, believing in santa claus like <laughs> yeah. do yourselves a favor and do a youtube um just search of snl skits very funny snl christmas skits yes yeah, totally yeah. worth it totally worth the, the watch uh, obviously some of them are not great to watch with your children as, 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 as it's snl there's at 11 30 at night i don't think you're supposed to watch any of it with your kids <laughs> probably not uh, but yeah, but yeah totally so. worth it man like uh what, get, get in the Christmas spirit, watch some SNL, it's good stuff. Our next episode will probably be even more Christmasier. Probably. Because that's going to be like airing for Christmas. Yeah. So. And we'll hit our, uh, our, our more of our favorite Christmas movies, uh, we'll hit during that one. Yeah. The ones that, that are our staples that we make sure to definitely yeah. watch. So. Yeah, it's the Christmas season here, if we can just say. Yeah. But it. And, uh, yeah, I mean. We're here live, uh, live in my childhood bedroom. We don't know if how the quality is going to be. I hear some jingle jangle collar right now, so we'll thank you. Appreciate you rolling with it. I apologize if if it was unbearable of sound quality wise. We'll be back to our normal stuff next week. But if you're still listening, thank you for hanging in there and listening to our podcast this week. We've uh, uh, enjoyed doing it as always. I believe that's all we can say this week. Well, before it, let's also say you can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. Like, subscribe, share, leave feedback, leave a review. Just yes. let us know if you're liking it. Yeah. Uh, if you're not liking it, like, just tough it out. I don't know what to tell you. But <laughs> if you are liking it, tell us why. If you're liking it, give it us give we us hope a nice rating. We're all having a good holiday season and celebrating so far, however you yeah. do. And uh, yeah. that, I think. I believe that's all we can say this week. Yes. Bye, y'all.
and welcome to If We Can Just Say. I am your host, Stephen Ogle, and with me as always is my lovely co-host and wife, Jessica Carter Ogle. Better half, if you will. Ah, you know, that's just, that's up for debate. No, I'm definitely better than you. 